you are smart. You are brilliant. You have all of the things inside you to do what you are here to do and have fun and a joyful life. Own it. Know it. You are valuable. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Hi, all. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm here to share with you an amazing woman that I recently met in my VIP mastermind group with Lisa Nichols. We embarked on this journey together and I had to have her on this podcast because let me tell you, Jen is a powerhouse. And when you hear what she shares as she has built her transformational coaching practice, as well as her entrepreneurial and business coaching practice, making seven figures doing it. She also has such a devotion to her family and not only her own personal growth, but the professional growth between her and her husband to ensure that their kids can also walk the line that they design. So in our discussion today, I mean, we really go all over the place in what we choose to share, but it's just so great to continue to meet these amazing women that are aligned with the work that I do and also find ways to collaborate together and just share and hope to have impact on all of you and all your lives and what you're trying to accomplish. So she truly loves being a serial entrepreneur and she's learned through experience what works is able to help her clients avoid pitfalls and the cost them uh, and costing them time and money. So her genius really is in her operational mind, but she truly does lead with her heart. And I cannot wait to share her with you. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to chat today with Jen Meehan. She is one of the most compassionate coaches I know in the business. And I thought our dialogue today would be great for us to share with you because um, she's someone that I met in our VIP mastermind group with Lisa Nichols. And she has been on her own journey to figure out how to bring her own personal impact into the world. So welcome, Jen. I'm so happy you made the time and and could join me today. Thank you so much. I I just absolutely love hanging out with you. So (laughs) we do have a good time. Let's play. (laughs) I know, let's play, exactly. Well, so the Your Your Badass Journey podcast, you know, what I love to kick off with is just allowing my guests to have a time to share their journey in their own words and give our listeners an idea of how you got to where you are today and also what you're focused on right now in regards to your own badass journey in business and in life. So I live in San Diego. I have uh, three teenagers. Uh, My oldest is 19 and she graduated a couple years ago. My son's graduating this year from high school. I've been married to my husband for 23 years. We met in high school. We were 15. Wow. It's just been this like, it's been an amazing journey. It's like we've been multiple people through the marriage 
And the way that it, it's worked is that, you know, we, we both change and we are changing together, which has been really helpful. We're both students for life and always wanting to evolve and become the best person we are. So I am a total geek about technology. I love technology. I like technology where it helps people. And I just realized recently that with the coaching that I do, it's, it's kind of like programming people Mm -hmm. and their businesses and implementing programs into their businesses, not necessarily software, but more of, you know, software on the inside of them changing mindset and then putting in systems into place in their businesses and hitting play and letting it go. So, yeah, I love that because, you know, just touching upon so what I, I use the word version control, I grew up in, in my career in the tech environment. So I am also very like my technical aptitude is high, but I, I've been in tech environments for so long and I call it, I think I even mentioned it in my book. It's like personal version control. Yeah. So it's like, you're always becoming a new version of yourself with everything that you learn. And then as a couple, it's like you had two code bases like merge yes. and yet you had to grow independently, but always integrate you know, together well, like two systems coming together. And I love that you use that with your, the way you work with your clients and figuring out how do they become the best version of who they want to be right now and grow that into the development you have with them as a business coach, which is great. Like that's so smart because it's exactly how I think about it as well. I had to first do it for myself too. Yeah, you do. You really have to do it for yourself first before you can do it for anyone else or their business. Yeah. So, and then when you have multiple businesses, because that's I'm I'm also a geek about business. I love seeing a need and then you know finding solutions. As a kid, I loved Murder She Wrote and Matlock, and I like that whole like investigating and solving problems. Yeah. It was super fun. And now to be able to do that in business, I don't know if you feel the same way. It's like, you're like always on an adventure and each person that comes to you with their different things, it's like you get to like help them solve the mystery. And yeah, yeah it, it, what I love about it is that it, it creates all sorts of variety in my life. You know, each, each problem that comes across or each challenge that my clients have, even for myself growing my own business, like, I thrive in variety and, and just, but I, and I have certainty in myself that I will find the solution. So I love that we have that in common because it's, so I think it's a, you know, a gifting to be able to also be that sounding board for others when they are feeling challenged or have obstacles to overcome um, and, and plow through it. And what I love about your journey, and I, um, I would love for you to share with our listeners as well, is that you know, it hasn't always been sunshine and roses when it comes to business. <laughs> and you've overcome so many obstacles um, and different challenges, even in your own business. Could you share a little bit about a few of the moments that shaped you and helped you realize that through those learnings, you could build a practice to help others? Well, we started our first business. We were 20, 21. And we had uh, two little kids. So I had a two-year-old and a newborn when we started our first audio video company in Las Vegas. And the things that we had to learn, we lost our house during that process, our cars, we, you know, and you just kind of keep rebuilding. We had to go cash-based. It was, it was kind of rough. And we hung in there and we kind of, you know, you learn a lot about juggling family and your relationship. And in that process, I 
and actually ended up hating my husband. <laughs> so we had to kind of come, you know, we went through quite a process of, of learning that balance and it ended up being like, you know, my, my stuff I needed to work through on my end. In business, we had moved and, and left our one business to a partner. And when we got to our new location in Carson City, Nevada, we started another business after my third child was born and she was a year and she was old enough. And so we started the business. We worked extra jobs. We did it on the side. We built it on the side, cash base, putting one piece into a time. Because we had we had horrible credit, and at that time you needed um, better credit to get a license in Nevada. We were using other people's licenses to do work. It was a little, uh, you know, shifty at first. And then our contractors, they're like, "Okay, your jobs are hitting eighty thousand. You need to get your own license." And so we met um, some people who had a license. They had an electrical license, and they said, "Hey, why don't we merge? We were always on the same jobs." We do similar work. Let's merge. And we're like, okay. And it was that fear. I, we had a lot of fear at the, you know, and so we were afraid to get our own license and, or that we would be denied or we wouldn't be able to. And so from that place, we merged with this company and it turned out that it was not the right fit. We were very, very different in our philosophies of business and customer service and you know, just how you treat your customers mm-hmm. and how you treat your employees. And we ended up being fired from our own company. And it was about, you know, eight months after we had merged and it was everything. Like our cars were part of the, you know, every, you just really don't think about it. But no. when you're on your own and you're solar, you know, like you're everything, computers all went with the business. We left with nothing it was like devastating because that time I believed I was my business and what I did, I believed that my own worth was, was only to the equivalent of what I could produce monetarily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it was like very challenging, totally lost myself. And I kind of look at it as like that wake up call from the universe. Like the first one, like that, you know, knock in the head, like, Hey, you're kind of going the wrong direction. At that time we had a nanny, um, I barely saw my kids. We worked tons of hours and I was in, you know, I just denied the fact that I could be a mom, that I was even capable. I grew up having, I just didn't understand what, like I had, I just had a very unhealthy relationship with my mom and my family. So you know, I thought, okay, what I can do for my family is, is produce income, you know, my husband was an awesome nurturer. He was more of like the mom figure. And I was like, okay, this is, this is my value. So I, I kind of look at it like the universe was like kicking me and saying, Hey, you need to look in a little different direction, but I didn't get the message. So I, you know, we, you know, hell bent, we got our stuff together. We got other, we took on other jobs. Um, we got hired by another company and we did that for a while. And then we saw that company was going to be going out of business. And the company that fired us went out of business. And my clients, um, they had paid all these huge deposits from that. And they lost every, you know, they didn't have anything. And so one of them reached out to me and told us what happened. And I was like, well, we'll come and do the installation for free. So I was just getting them their products. So then I talked with my vendors and my vendors said that they could, I set it up so that they could pay them directly, get product at cost. And then we would do the jobs for free and finish them out. So we worked regular jobs during the day and then nights and weekends. And I called as many people um, as I, you know, I could 
our, of my customers and those that wanted us to come in, we would. And nights and weekends, we finished out their projects. And eventually we got our own license. And it was from that right there. It, this was 2007. So it was right at the crash. So all these companies were going out of business. Housing developments in Nevada were like ghost towns. Yeah. Everyone was crashing. And we had this sweet spot where we had a brand new company. Um, we had huge referral base at that time. Um, even though our, our reputation before when we were fired was completely destroyed. So from building on that and caring so much about our clients, we built a whole new reputation within eight months. We had our first client check was 40,000. Yeah. Amazing. So it was from there. And then going from there, I then, um, learning that was huge because we're watching all these people go out of business and we are just thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't get my personal message, you know, to, Hey, you need to be, you're, you're to be a mom. This is, this is something, there is something super, um, important about your kids and, you know, and that's like my, what I really was to be doing mm-hmm. so after we got our business reset up, we had awesome clients. We had this huge referral base. We didn't have to do any marketing. Um, I was then sexually assaulted and that I, I have to say was the best thing that happened for me and my family because it was the only thing that would knock me down and take out my ego for me to take a look. And so I spent, you know, months in my closet, uh, literally in my master bedroom closet. <laughs> and, yeah. For a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on mother's day. My kids came in and they're all, they're tiny at the time. And they were like, mom, we're willing to do whatever we have to do. We'll sell our toys, we move because we want you better. And that is what hit my heart. And it was like, oh my gosh, I have avoided you, you know, pushed it, you guys over to the side. You know, even though I love them, I, I just did not think of myself as having any contribution to them or their welfare or anything I could give to them. Mm. And in that moment, I realized that, oh my gosh, they still love me after all this. You know, we've had our business taken away. We, you know, if basically I felt like every part of me was broken and they still yeah. love me. And there was something to that. So I then had like a reason to like, okay, get back, like go inward, work through this. And it was that, that, that then pushed me into myself. The story goes on, but no, but I, I think it's a great foundational story because it those were two huge moments in your life that shifted, right? One from a perspective of yes, I am capable, I can function, but I'm in the wrong system, right? Like I love to share that with my clients where it's like there's a value. We come with our own value systems that either we've learned or come up with or our gut, our inner insights tell us like that are that we should be a part of. And then we go and enter all these additional systems to think that that's the only place we can make it work for us or that we have to comply because they're the ones paying us, right? Right. And then, and then those systems tend to fail us, whether it's in your case, you know, the bank, you know, them taking your business away from you basically and letting you guys go um, and still proving that you're capable 
in a new system that you created for yourself, which is beautiful because that's what most people do when they go from working for others to working for themselves and then figuring out that path because it's their value system that they want to shine and feel good about each day, right? That, that drives them. But then to have your own personal system violated in a way through assault that then shows you what true uncon- unconditional love looks like. It sometimes takes us this, it, it, like we have to almost be debilitated to, to rebuild, right? Like, it, you know, and really recognize the gifts that are right in front of us and the choices that we make each day to figure out like, what is, who am I and, and how do I fit? And how can I, and how can I have the, the moments in my life reflect that more and more, right? Like, so it's less complying and compromise and more, you know, action and fierceness is, I know your, your key word, it's that fierceness for you to pick yourself up out of your closet and show your kids your love and show them all your capabilities and start there from the inside out. I mean, that is what now I'm sure is the foundation of your thriving business today and how you continue to grow upon that. Because when you know you've hit the lowest of the low moments and know that there's only up from there, (laughs) like it's a, it's a beautiful journey, a scary one at times, but it is so beautiful. And, and, um, and you share it, you know, with a lightness now, which is really, which is really great too, because you can really see how far you've come from that moment. Um, but also knowing that because of that moment, it, it probably sparked some empathy for you in your own practice today. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. right? yes. Like you can relate. And one of the things I always say for me is I'm, I'm highly functional in my dysfunction. That's great. Right? Like, because if I think about my most pressing, lucrative years in the past of like building up my career and push, 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 like that push in me, but how broken I was on the inside, yeah, doing it all, and no one knew. No you one know? knew. No, no one knew. Mask it so easy yeah. with achievement. You know, achievers are going after something because there's a part of them that's trying to run from something too. <laughs> So, so I love that you share that. And, um, and it, it sounds like it woke. I, what I wrote down is, as you were talking, it was like a compassionate awakening. Yes. When your kids came into that closet with you and, and just told you, listen, you're more than more important than anything we have and anything we know. And I mean, what a beautiful moment to awaken your heart again, to realize that there is love, there is trust you know, and that you're capable and that you're wanted. Yeah. And and before I had just had this huge shell over my heart. So everybody on the outside, you know, thought everything was great. I mean, but I was truly in a mask. I had disguised who I really was. And the person I portrayed out in the world was just this, this thing I created. It was not me. And I kept my heart super guarded. And yeah, it took that to like crack it open and be like, Oh, no, this is not it. And, you know, I live from that masculine place, that masculine doing, um, achieving, making, setting goals and just going after them no matter what, Uh, you know, that serious grit. And yeah, yeah, it just became really good in that masculine. But what it turned out is that my power, my true authentic power 
um, is in the feminine, is in that compassion, is through that heart and the intuition and um, connecting an intimate connection with other human beings. There is so much change that can occur within your business, within yourself, within your relationships with, through that kind of compassion. Oh, completely. And, and also creating a space for others to show up that way. Yes. You know, like that's the beauty of, I think, a coach's uh, practice and, and programs and all that we offer, right? Like it's this, it's a safe space for expression, but also uh, helps drive people into action to truly live that every day. Yeah. You know, which is, which is such a blessing, um, in, in my practice. And I see it on the periphery of yours, you know, like it, that connection, uh, and a, an ability to create that foundational space. You know, I, I've been using the word lean on, you know, like some coaches drive, just like get to a, from A to Z, you know, here's your laundry list, go th- cross this off this list, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, no, no, no. If it's not heartfelt, if it's not heart connected, if it's not in your um, truth of how you want to stand. And then from there, we move forward together. I like, I'm here for you to lean on and like kind of walk alongside you. Yeah. Not necessarily like, I'm not here to drag you and I'm right. not here to push you. <laughs> or carry you or, yeah, or put you in the wagon and pull you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's truly like how, you know, it, it feels. And, and it's my favorite moments when my clients can just, I get texts all the time or call or be like, we need time, et cetera. I try to work to a point where they don't need me. You know, and then it's just when, when there's like that next level up that they're trying to get to, that's when they call upon me to be like, okay, I've mastered what we worked on before. Like, here's what I want to get to next. Well, yeah, because that's the goal is that you don't want clients to be with you forever. You, you want to get there. The whole idea is to just help them get through whatever it is and move to that next level. And then they're, you know, they fly, go fly birdie. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then when they're ready to go to the next level, you know, you're there for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very fun to have somebody just kind of hanging out with you. It's not fulfilling on either side. Well, yeah, it's not, then again, it's not about, um, impact. It's more about codependency, I would say at that point. And, and that's not necessarily a coach's stance either. There are, there are moments of quiet for sure, where someone needs to kind of marinate on what they're working on, <laughs> you know, but but to be there and guide them and just keep asking questions and probing to help get into action really is the goal. I'm curious for um, now where you are in your business. Obviously, you had those several businesses with your husband and now you're branching off and doing your work. Can you explain to folks like what your focus is today and who you really enjoy working with and some of the impact you've had as of recently so that they understand your journey now? Yeah. Uh, so we still have multiple businesses, which is really fun. They're in very different industries. There's one that's a property management company in Nevada still, um, even though we're living here in California. It's great. I just figured out this last... I have not stepped foot on that business in almost a year. And because so I got so many systems. At first, it was really challenging. You got to set it all up. Yeah. And then, you, know, you press play on the program. So it's kind of cool to just know that I have, you know, that. And then 
Um, we, we have an audio video subcontracting business here in San Diego. Uh, my son works with my husband on that. And then, uh, we're, we're, I'm doing my, the business coaching that we're, we're growing that into something bigger so that eventually, so right now it's a baby business, which means I am trading time for money. Mm-hmm. We're putting the systems in place right now so that it will become more of a full-blown adult business that generates income and you're not there, you know, babying it. It's no longer a baby. So that's, that's kind of where we're at. And then we have plans for multiple other things. We want to do an event company, mm-hmm. um, a retreat center. We would love to work with couples and intimate, you know, teaching people who are in business couples how to, to do what we're doing and, and manage that. Uh, so that's my specialty is that I, I help people get to their genius and understand how valuable their genius is. Because there's this thing where we were taught that it has to be hard, that we have to be, you know, it's got to be challenging. And, and I found a lot of people have trouble charging for something that they have so much fun at. You know, it's just, in, and truly that's your gift because other people aren't, you know, they need that. But even though it's just so easy for you, it's challenging. So getting people through that, understanding their gifts, and then building the business around it so that it isn't, it's an immature business. So we, we build it so that it's, you know, they aren't time, you know, trading time for money. They're building it out. I love people who have multiple businesses, somebody that's already been in business, having their own business that's already running, but they're, they're now ready for doing something passionate that they're passionate about. Um, and then people who are already have set it up, they're already in that process of they have their businesses running, they have, they're doing their passion, but they want to take it to the next level. And they're, it's just putting the systems in, possibly clearing out some limiting beliefs. It, it, I realized that I spent quite a bit of time in the personal development arena and just a portion in the, the business systems area. Because I can bury you in what you need to do, but it has blocks. So it's it, you know it's it's kind of a it's a fun adventure with each of my clients. Oh. And then I, I have a book that I, I've written that's about my journey, and it gives those tools in the book uh, to be able to to get to new beliefs and open your mind and get to a higher perspective of understanding and forgiveness. Um, I really don't use forgiveness, more of understanding and bigger perspective of what's going on in your life to be able to cope with the chaos and the stress that comes in with having multiple businesses and children and, and a life. Yeah. Yeah. It's that integration point. You know, what's beautiful uh, about your skill set and what you bring to the table is that it's not just about doing the do. It's about the connection to the work that you're doing and then thriving in that by implementing appropriate systems and operations, right? Like it's, it's not just one dimensional and a lot of people can easily get into doing the do, but then they're miserable on the other side. It's that whole hard work, like work hard, play hard. It's like, no, no. Like if your work were play and you got paid to do it, wouldn't you do it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the game. It's how many systems and things can we put into place so that what our work is, it's super meaningful and your work gives you joy, but you have as much time and freedom as you want to do other things and play. It's, it's like a game to see, okay, how, 
how much free time can I give myself and still make an impact in the world and change lives and, um, you know, elevate humanity. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And as you've been building out that practice and writing your book and managing your other businesses, and obviously your kids are, are going through their phases and their exchanges, what do you feel has been most impactful to them, your, your children, through this process? And, and what do you think, you know, if, if someone were to ask them, like, how do you explain what your mom and dad do? <laughs> what do you think they would say? I'm just curious. <laughs> Oh my. Okay. So I think that you know, kids, I run my kids like I run my businesses. <laughs> so I do, it's all the same. It's all systems, but you know, you program them and the way that you program them is what how they watch what you do. They don't listen at all to what you say. They, they, you might as well not even have a mouth. Like it doesn't <laughs> No, um, but they do watch you. And so I feel like, and it was a huge motivator for me to, um, cause I did do stay at home mom for a few years here when we first got to San Diego, that's all I did. I stayed at home and I, I wrote my book and, but the value was them being able to see you step into who you are so that they can step into who they are. The school system, I, I really, I have a real tough time with it because I don't believe that it addresses the actual needs of the student and um, what truly, it doesn't necessarily give them the skills um, to have a successful, happy life. They were all very pushed into college, good grades, at AP classes, and, and on that side from school, they're getting this pressure that's super stressing them out. And their friends are stressed out and kids are killing themselves. They're, they're losing it. And you know, well, we're watching what's going on yeah. and for them then to come home and we're like, you know, we believe in education. I am a student for life. When I need to learn something, I go, I find the class, I, t- I take it and, uh, you know, we move on. But neither my husband and I graduated from college. When we need to know something, we go and learn. And so they, they have this dichotomy of watching what's going on out there and then what's going on in our family. And yeah, I, I love the way that my children interact with other kids. I love that their friends are coming to them for help and understanding. And we find, you know, my house is littered with teenagers all the time. Like they feel comfortable here because we can see their value and support them in their greatness where they're not getting that necessarily out in the world. Yeah, I think it's beautiful because I believe that you create environments that you're, you can thrive in, you know? And so for your kids to benefit from that, I can only imagine the businesses that each of them are going to build and run, not only work with you, but then also how creative they're going to be and be like, Hey mom, can you like help me launch this, you know, um, when they come of age or, or just have that interest. And, and it, I feel like, uh, growing up in an entrepreneurial household, you just have exposure to so much more than the average and, and knowing that like you can lean on your own parents to actually take action and go after it and, and know that they've been risk takers and they, you've, you know, they've observed you. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. The, the one thing that we've done for our kids is we, we let them fail. Mm-hmm. We let them fail. We, we let, you know, there was this huge, like, intense combat between us when they started high school, you know, because 
you know, we're like you guys and we still were programmed, right? We're still in that, you know, you need to like do grades. And then at some point I was like, okay, my relationship with you is way more important than this. So I'm going to stop checking your grades. I'm going to stop checking power school. I'm going to stop asking. I am going to stop and completely withdraw so that you can figure out what your motivation is to do this. Mm. And so they, they did, they had their own experiences. And my son, when he realized that there was this huge shift where he was like, Oh crap, (laughs) mom's serious. This is it. And, um, he really, he turned it around. He turned all of it around. And my, my oldest daughter also just, they, you know, it was a little later. She was like a junior in high school, but at the time I, you know, we got to this and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's made them better human beings because they have the motivation. And even my youngest, who's, um, she's uh, a sophomore in high school now. Uh, we're like, hey, you want to drop out? What, what do we need to do? Like, you, she's going to a charter school right now, downtown in San Diego. And, and but I'm willing to do whatever, you know, she is in control. I would rather them fail in my house so that I can show them how to get back up here. Mm-hmm. Than out in the world, and my relationship to them with them is way more important than good grades. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it's exactly it. You're you're creating indiv- individual relationships with each of them, and it's it's allowing them to then step into the society the way they want to, but knowing that they have certainty at home, and the foundation is solid at home. So that they can thrive, try, take risks, put it out there. You know, that's a, a beautiful state to be because the comparison model that I think education creates um, is what is making a lot of, uh, especially the high school age, there's a lot of, of cases of depression and anxiety and things, you know, building up that um, need to be addressed in a non medicated way because yeah. it's really a mindset. Um, management, you know, could assist them as well. Uh, but it's really great to hear that that as you shifted, when you were compassionately awakened, and you and you started to focus on your family again, and then recharge yourself into the business life you wanted to have, that you were able to create this connection with your kids and yourself as a parent to realize, hey, I have a choice here on how I uh, I want to parent. And my relationship with my child is the most important. And they are independent souls that have their own, you know, line of life that they are following, their own journey. So how can I best support them? And I think that's beautiful because I know um, a lot of the nurturing side, you said your husband held initially. Yeah. What you just described to me is 100% nurturing the relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different, what did you say? It's a different version. Like, is it? Yeah. It's totally, yeah. A totally different human life. You're on version 2017. <laughs> and now you're working on 2018, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I think that's, that's such a gift. If you think about um, the word badass, you know, obviously I, I, I explained what it is for me um, previously, but I, I'm curious if that has any sort of definition for you or does that word resonate with you? I'm always curious how people oh, yeah. know, receive I, the word. I love the word badass and I, I, the, how badass resonates with me is that it is someone who owns who they are who can see their value 
and then bring it out into the world and be that person anywhere, the same person and contribute to society. So a badass to me is somebody who doesn't look for outside validation, that their validation comes on the inside and they just exude it wherever they are. They're a badass. My, my other favorite word is un, I don't know if I could say it, unfuckwithable. <laughs> that, that is my word. Every morning I have a little note that goes off in my phone that says, you are unfuckwithable. <laughs> And just to be unaffected by the things going on in the outside and have that super strong trust muscle in your intuition, in your gut, in your heart, and um, come from that in everything you do. So that's, that's it's beautiful. If you were to take that energy and um, give advice to the younger version of yourself, you know, what, what would that be? I just recently realized that I'm brilliant. So I'm 42 and because it's a different kind of brilliance, it's not a book smart. It's it's not the kind that they value in the education system that we have right now. And so for the longest time, I just thought I was stupid. I thought I was dumb. I thought I was slow, incapable of ever being successful. And so what I'm realizing now is that my genius is so specific and it has such a, a specific purpose that, you know, I can balance like 12 checking accounts in my head. I, I had to do that for a period of time when I was helping my family and, you know, it's just a different kind. And so what I would say to the younger version of me is that you are smart. You are brilliant. You have all of the things inside you to do what you are here to do and have fun and a joyful life. So own it, know it. You are valuable. That's beautiful. And I, and you know, we, we carry around those past versions of ourselves, even though we're in a new version of who we are today. So I know that version of you appreciates you telling her that because that's how you can shine even brighter today. It was just beautiful. Um, I really want to thank you for joining me today on, on, on today's podcast. And, and I am so honored to know you and I really appreciate your time and your gifts that you give the world. Uh, so I just want to acknowledge you for all that you're doing and, and sharing all your brilliance, uh, because so many people benefit from it. And I can't wait to, uh, get your book and share it with everybody. Uh, before we close out the call, I would love for you to let people know where they can find you, follow you, learn more about you and your business in case um, they have other questions or would like to find a way to work together. Yeah. Well, before I do that, I want your audience to know how amazing you are. Uh, we're in this, this group together, VIP mastermind group and your leadership you just give so much. You know, I, I tell people, you know, you gotta do, you know, give 10 times before you do an ask, before you ask. And you are an example, just this example of that. You give so much to the group. You help all of us. Anytime anybody has a question, you are just there. So thank you for bringing you and your great big self and just opening your heart and, and sharing all that you are because I know that you also have a huge journey and a huge role here on helping the planet like uh, elevate. So thank you for being you. And thanks for, for doing this with me. 
was like so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. And thank you. That was very kind. I, I love being part of the group and, and sharing who I am as much as I can with those who cross my path. <laughs> yeah. So if you would like to get to know me, uh, my, my website is um, jenmehan.com. J-E-N-M-E-E-H-A-N. And that's where you can you can reach me as far as a business coach or take a look at what my book is, Navigating the Space Between From Where You Are to Where You Want to Be, the name of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And we'll put it in our show notes too, just so, so we have that um, for folks to find you and connect. And um, Basically, one last question before we close. Is there any sort of mantra or song or something that you repeat to yourself to, to get grounded and like really connect with who you are in the moments when you are either struggling or just need a, a pick-me-up? Yes. I say to myself, um, it was my mentor, Dale Holloway. He, he would say, are you willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes? And so... That's my mantra is, is, am I willing? And I, I look in the mirror and I say, are you willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes? And right on the heels of that, it's Michael Beckwith. He uh, has this, he said this thing once, are you ready for the miraculous to occur in your life? And, you know, I say to myself, I am ready for the miraculous to occur. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for joining us today. And I'm sure our listeners would just appreciate this conversation. We touched on so many topics and I look forward to our next chat. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.